You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hi, besties, and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. A show where we talk about all things drag because we are semi-qualified to speak on it. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Cynthia Kiss. And welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. And how are you? Semi-Qualified Queens. How are you, Cynthia? I'm good. I'm currently in PEI. Going to do a show today, kicking off the Atlantic side of the Brat Pack Tour. I'm so excited. Oh, that's so exciting. I um, Last time I was on the East Coast was when I was in Newfoundland just a few oh. weeks ago. Oh, my God. Seeing mm-hmm. Irma, right? Yes, Irma, our girly. Oh, my God. Ir- Irma, our girly. Okay, you were telling me Irma thinks that I hate her, and I don't. I actually really, really, really love you, Irma. <laughs> Every time you talk on TV, I get, like, excited. Mm-hmm. Your, your yellow hair, I like swoon. So like, I think I think she was I just spiraling. I love your drag <laughs> and the look we're gonna get to talk about today, episode six of Canada's Drag Race season three, Mama. So good, so good. So don't you think I don't love your drag? I get you. I understand you. It's just been it's just been miscommunication of the pod. I love you. Yes, I love you. And, you can text me too. And speaking of speaking of hate, we oh. got our first bit of hate mail. Jews. I'm so okay, bad. Okay, SQ cuties, we have we have some hate mail. Like, does that mean we're I got hate right? mail? Like, we're, we're ruffling feathers. We're getting part of the Discord. Dis. Ugh. It's not even like okay. So I'm not gonna say their name because I don't want to call them out. But we did get an email saying that they were upset about the way that we were hating just for the sake of hating for the science runway for the periodic table runway last week. Yes. And I they, I think we just need to explain ourselves a bit more. We didn't hate the runway. We just no. thought it was very broad and that it wasn't specific enough for people to know, like, this is what you would do for the runway. We just thought it was broad. Nobody said we hated it. Yeah. You know? it, to me, it was more like an example of category is everything all everywhere all at once. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, that's very broad. So we, we were almost just like had a bone to pick about that. Mm-hmm. Not the periodic table. We can nerd out with you. Yeah. So if there's any nerds that were upset about our periodic table, hey, slander. 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 Then yeah. I'm sorry, but... You know, that's not what we meant. <laughs> Any hoozle. That's enough, enough, enough airtime for the haters. I've had my <laughs> haterade for the moon. Got my electrolytes. Electrolytes. Um, how are you, Juice? I need to bat it back to you before we dive into the episode. Oh my god, I thought you already asked. Um I'm good. Uh me and Mr. Box have been working diligently on the renovation. So if you hear any loud grinding, it's him working on a fence, uh, which I 
would rude if I were to be like, babe, I'm recording the podcast. Could you like not work? He'd be like, yeah. mm, go fuck yourself. No, exactly. <laughs> so, we, yeah, we, we do it all here at Semi Qualified Queens. If you're <laughs> we build hear, fences. If you're gonna hear rain and trucks driving by in my little Airbnb <laughs> and PBI. That's because I'm a touring goddess. And if you hear mm. drilling and construction, that's because. Juice is a home owner, a home guy, and she a does renovations. She's uh, mm-hmm. uplifting that property value. I love uh, that. I have, offense, yeah, ex- no offense, offense, but your offense is <laughs> um, you know, offense. Uh, we need it to keep Molly inside because Molly likes to walk to the front and bark at the mailman. Mm. So we have to lock her in when we were sitting outside. When I do Molly, I want to yell at the mailman too. <laughs> Get away from house! <laughs> okay, but do we want to dive into this episode? Yes, it was a really good one. I found that this one was maybe one of the better ones of the whole season. Something yes. about it I really enjoyed. We're talking Canada's Drag Race, Season 3, Episode 6. Moi, moi. <laughs> moi, moi. Moi, moi. moi. Um, so yeah, we walk back into the workroom. A moment of silence for Lady Boom Boom. I said silence juice. Was that silence? I think no. I think the squirrel that lives in my wall hit something. Doesn't the squirrel respect a moment of silence? If for no one but Lady Baboom, how dare this haterade squirrel? The squirrels in your walls. I thought you had them better. (laughs) I thought you had them trained better than that. No, they're very, they're very frustrating. Uh, But yes, Kimmy sent home Boom Boom. And I think it was nice and reassuring to know that the entire cast thought that Boom Boom was a front runner. So it wasn't just us taking crazy pills. Like everybody was just like, oh, Boom Boom is going to be in the top three. Absolutely. She had top three energy written all over her. And even she said last week watching herself on TV, she's like, I love me. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, I'm incredible. Like... (laughs) Um, so yeah, so everyone agrees that she gets to get sent home. We go into the next day and it's the mini challenge, which is a mall photo shoot. What did you think of this? Would you do good in this? I think I would thrive because it's a cheesy photo shoot and I live my life like I'm in a cheesy photo shoot. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I think I would, I think I would absolutely excel. Having partners is the only part where it's like, I like that challenge because then all of a sudden you had to come in with like a story, like a character arc in a way. Um, Who was your favorite? Oh, Jada and Giselle. Yes. They had magic together. Like something about the two of them together was just like so good. Mm -hmm. Something about Giselle in that like crazy comb over hair and like dilapidated dad energy. Like it just was really funny. I was like slightly turned on. I don't, Ew. I don't know why. Really? I don't know why. I was like, why is this hot to me? Why is that? Oh, my God. We're getting an insight into Juice's psyche right now. Buckle up. I don't know. Something about it. Uh, oh, no. Don't Sorry, you dare I yawn. Sorry. I saw a Don't you dare. This is riveting content. You're on the edge of your motherfucking game. Okay, see. Bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah. And something about Viv. Viv, I don't know why, but was giving me big, like, goofy Cynthia energy. Totally. This is like, where... I felt like you two would vibe. Yes. This is where I'm not kidding, Vivian. We need to do like some sort of like creative film down the road where we just like play these characters I picture it be like mockumentary style, very best in show. Like we both could like commit to a character. 
And I, I would think love so that. She was my favorite in her in her trio for the photo shoot. I feel like mm-hmm. she was carrying mm-hmm. the scene. I felt I like they Irma both was fantastic. I love. <laughs> I thought that they were both kind of like on two different planets. You know, I thought Irma was doing one thing and that Bomb was doing another. Um, but it, it, the whole time it almost felt like Bomb was trying to keep up with Irma. Like Irma was fully integrated into her character and Bomb was sort of just like there. Does that make sense? Yeah. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it, it was partly accent. It was part body language. It was like, you're, you're playing two different scenes, but mm-hmm. it's a mini mm-hmm. challenge. You literally do it as fast as you like are done. So yeah, it was a fun laugh. I love a lot of airtime for Tracy this episode. I feel like this was Tracy. Oh my God. I forgot to say Tracy looked so good in that blue jumpsuit. Like when she walked out, I was like, I want to rip that off her body and take it for myself. And I hate a pantsuit, but on her, it looked, it looks so good. I bet you look cute in that. I don't know. Something about a pantsuit on me. I don't love. But all of a sudden I closed my eyes and saw it. I think with the right, um, if we did like high waist, we could give you a nice, like a long leg. Yeah. That'd be cute. Yeah. But Tracy has looked good this entire season. And this episode, she just was like, she was giving it yeah. to us. This was a Tracy episode. And I felt like, um, like I said earlier, Tracy has the best job in Canada. Yeah. Really like fun. she can go around to all of her, like her, like um, news anchor girly friends and be like, no, I have the best job ever. You she, are has, um, she doesn't just have one person on set to install her units. She has two people. Imagine having two wig people. She does? Yes. It's a team. <laughs> like two people really? come. Two people come to do that hair in- installment. That's why she's always looking so good. Oh, like it's it's the, the best volume. Show. Oh, I would say like I while I love Brooklyn and I love Brooklyn's hair, um, something about Tracy's is just next level. You know? The day she was there and it went from short blunt bob to big Hollywood curls in t- eight hours on set, I was like, I believe in magic. Oh, it's in mine is that deep part. Like every single one of her parts is like perfectly straight oh, and yes. has like that touch of foundation where it looks like that yes. hair is growing right out of her head. Yeah, that's like, the are they wigs? Job. Just the middle part. No, I'm making that up. I don't know. <laughs> but, but are they are they all wigs? I'll get their names. I need to actually celebrate the talent because it's if they're really really well. Like every single unit is just mwah, so good. So they are wigs, right? Yeah, she's, of course. Yeah. yeah she's what? A wig queen. Oh, I love that. But they're so good. They're I mean they're human. They're like perfectly laid what lace everything's melted it's just like oh tv lace i wonder if she keeps them all of course oh i love her okay and that's the mini we do an awkward little photo shoot at the mall but let's talk about the maxi challenge this week the girls are designing a makeup palette and filming a 20 second commercial to boot i love the challenge i feel like this is a challenge that i would be really excited for if i was there but the only thing i juice box challenge oh i'd be all over it but the only thing i don't like is it's only 20 seconds like it's too fast i agree sorry i was sipping (laughs) (laughs) dramatic pause she needed that Um, yeah you needed the pause yeah absolutely 20 seconds is really short even 30 seconds you could you could structure in a little more of a joke but 20 seconds is like hi this is the thing goodbye <laughs> yeah like it's quick 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 which but i feel like some girls did it better than others obviously but mm. I, I i will say from a broad spectrum no one did bad no 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 one no one stepped in doo-doo no everyone was good so it was just like when it came to like sending somebody home it was just like 
the worst out of the great because I felt mm-hmm. like everyone was really good this whole episode. Okay, so let's dive in. Let's dive into the commercials at large, starting mm-hmm. with their order of how they filmed. So we start out with Vivian Vanderpuss, and I just thought it was adorable because she was like a little shaky. She was giving me juice box shakes. Oh yeah, my <laughs> little my, sh- my, sh- my shivers. I just feel like she, my heart just grows fonder of her every episode because she's so like genuine, yes. and even in the way that she wants to win, it's not in a like uh, an aggressive like I need to be the winner this week. She's just like. I would just really like to win, but it's fine if I don't. <laughs> oh, totally. I really the enjoy her. Um, would it be all right if I just like um, somehow just like earnestly work really hard and get recognized for that? <laughs> <laughs> and then producers are like, nope. Nope. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah, what we need we you to about, snap. What did we think of the final cut of Cat Mom, the palette? Uh, it was cute. It was It was fun, adorable. I didn't think there was anything bad about it. Do you know what my only complaint is? And this has nothing to do with Vivian. Mm. There is no way if Vivian came up with a product, she would be doing it in an infinitely white, glowy space like that. It would be like retro. It would be like a hot pink or like a a bright color. So for her campaign shot in white, I was like, I just feel like you would live in like Trixie Mattel land and you would never shoot just on white. That's my other thing with it. Like, I didn't like that they all had just white things. I wish that they had an extension to the challenge and maybe added, like, another day or whatever if they Mm -hmm. could. And it was, like, those challenges where they have to decorate a room. Have you seen those ones? Or what about make it a green screen and you could just quickly go click, titty, click, and then all of a sudden you've technically done one more element of, like, work, design, yeah, yeah, yeah. branding. Just yeah, yeah. Very like when they had to do the perfume commercials. Red for filth. Like it's all oh just God. green screen. You should we work on the production on the challenge team for CDR? Uh, Trevor, if you're listening. <laughs> Trevor. Trevor, Trevor, we got some ideas. Me and Cynthia, some... you know, we're We're big thinkers. We're, yeah, we're we're, uh, thinkers here. we're we're really rolling our brains <laughs> in the deep. Um But Viv, Bob, the commercial cat I liked it. Overall, good. Overall, cute. Next, we have Bombay, yeah. and when she got when she got on set, though I wrote down, gave it her all. <laughs> yes, she left it, it all on set. She was running around. She had concepts. She had angles. She had you know the whole thing. But then, would you argue she was getting almost tunnel vision? I don't think it was tunnel vision. I just think she had too many ideas and too little time, and. She just kind of was just like, like she was everywhere, all everything, everywhere, all at once is what she was. <laughs> That's the common thread. Of this yes. Episode. Yeah. It was just like, I felt like it was the, it was the palettes exploding. It was her running, even the shablam at the end. Like it was all just like, oh my, oh my God, what is this even going to look like? <laughs> but I will say I've been one to like shoot some, some wacky videos in my day. And sometimes... Mm-hmm just giving it a bunch of wild takes and then let it be like wonderfully edited together. I wasn't like, I, I watched that and I was like, maybe it'll all just like stitch together. If you put the right music, if, you, if the jokes land, mm-hmm. like, you know, so I wasn't sure. But then when we get to the final, I felt it still felt really scattered, but there were, there were a couple pockets of humor. Like one of her, I liked being the called, names. Like, um, like it had like a racial joke in there. What was what was the there was called? butter ch- butter chicken um, uh, taxi driver. I think one of them was called 
but like there was one where it was just like saying like early immigrant or like recent immigrant or like something. fresh off the boat there was, it had it was that kind of one it, like a, yeah. a color, color alluding to that really quickly and that's how you slip it in there because it's like yeah. Wait, what did she just say and then it's on to the rest of the commercial i think that's a very that's clever writing so bombay mm-hmm. i think overall there were there's material to work with and then everyone all episode was just like, once you glow up, sweetheart. <laughs> like the whole season's been like, once you glow up. When we first met Bombay, we're like, girl, when she glows up. <laughs> like we're basically all saying like, she's so skinny. So if like she gets pretty too, like she's going to be skinny and pretty. It's very problematic. It's <laughs> very, very problematic. Very problematic. Like, everyone, everyone calm down. She's yeah. beautiful as she is. But I do agree. You know what? It, you know what I want to do? My only note for her? Mm-hmm. Cut her eyelashes smaller. I think she doesn't cut the eyelash and they droop off to the side. I agree. Bombay, my baby, my only note for you, just cut, cut those a little less and angle them up to the sky on a little angle. I think you that did. Me. But I think if we, once we get to the runway, I think she did do something like that for the runway because she did look beautiful on the runway. Oh, it was such a cool concept. Very. But even cool. her makeup was very pretty, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, I bring it up just because we have that campaign image, right? Where she's just like. Oh my God. God, that was. <laughs> unpack that. We oh yeah, we didn't that. talk about the campaign images. Well, we have. No, we talked about it for Viv. We'll talk about. Oh it. yeah, we'll t- we could talk about Bump's campaign image. Um, oof, that makeup. I love Bomb dearly, but that was rough. That was some rough boots makeup. <laughs> and this is what I mean about that lash. I honestly yes. think if it was a a quarter um not as wide and then you angle it upward you're gonna thank me i agree and even the i found with the crease the crease needs to curve down and end not at the tip of your liner you know and yeah like i find that's a very like new queen thing to do is like they're like okay i'm gonna pull my crease out and then it's going to finish where my liner finishes and it, it does no one favors it's like a ton of horizontal lines it's like almost like the shape of the eyebrow like three times yeah, like, and, yeah, I, yeah, and, yeah. and by that i don't mean specifically you bombay but that early um thing queen makeup it's like liner highlight cut crease space eyebrow you end up just looking like you have like lines lines yeah, and I find it's a very, like, advanced makeup thing to do properly because I feel like a lot of queens do it because they see a lot of makeup influencers and a lot of, like, those, like, makeup videos where they do stuff like that. But yep. when you would ever zoom out of those makeups and really see them in person, they're horrifying. Like, yeah, they, they are always hit. Yeah, and they're not, nothing like, they look... Nothing wrong with a smoky eye. No, nothing, nothing wrong with a simple cut crease, you know? Nothing wrong. Yeah. Yeah, nothing wrong. Like, you don't need to draw a mermaid next to your winged liner to make it good. But, but yeah, that's, but, but I will say, I feel like I've been seeing Bomb's makeup now, like, as she's out into the world, and it's, it's getting a lot better. I completely agree. What do we think about Kimmy's commercial? When she got on, she got on set, she, sometimes I feel like she falls into, like, a little bit of a shtick. Yeah, yeah, I'm noticing it. It's as if she doesn't even want to behave like that, but she's still just like, I've got to be this kind of energy. Do you know? Yeah, it's like she falls into this, like, the way that she tells a joke where it's just like, I just want to suck a dick. Like, it's like <laughs> those, that kind of like, like, what's, how do, what's the, what's the word for like when someone changes their voice? Like a, not the vocal fry, but like, I don't know, some sort of just putting on a front, like putting on a, 
impression? No, I wouldn't say it's a friend, but it's just sort of what she, like her vocal range just falls into that when she's making jokes. Almost um, her like phone voice. <laughs> yeah, it's her customer service voice, but it's yeah. her joke voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't hate it. It makes me laugh. Um, but I, I do notice that it is sort of her shtick. Like, that's her funny thing where she's just like, well, I don't know. And then like, da da da, valley girl. She falls into a valley girl thing. Mm. That's what it is. Like, she has that valley girl aspect about her. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't hate it. Like, I like it. It makes me giggle. And when it came to the commercial actually being edited, I thought it was great. Oh, great. And it, it, it's the it, thing. She will do this kind of in and out. Like, she'll do the it in the voice and then kind of drop character. But if you just keep editing around the dropping of character, <laughs> you've got a great commercial. Like, she's yeah. she's on when she's on. And so the commercial actually came together. I just think the odd time, Kimmy, what would be fun to see is her become more comfortable in environments where it's perhaps not a shtick or a character. She's just a little more just, like, in it. And I think that'll come in time. I think that's her and her confessional in front of Tracy Melshore. You have 15 minutes, bright lights. Like there's a yeah. reason Vivian was shaking. Like it's it's adrenaline Terrifying. through the through the roof. So we're like nitpicking, but we're the ones hiding behind a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but did you find I find her and her confessionals is very comfortable. Like that that oh, aspect of Kimmy, oh, they're my favorite. Like mm-hmm. her confessionals get me so excited anytime she's on screen. When she um, said she wasn't going to watch the episode where she performed poorly, she's like, I'm not even going to watch this week's episode for the Snatch Game. And you see her tweet where she was just like, why is there content for it everywhere? She said she saw it all over the place. <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah, I liked it. I will say the only thing I didn't like was that the, the braids on the side of her head were just so bulky. I think I was thinking about this and I think the braids were extra hair, like extra bundles. Like it wasn't the, from the, like the base of that wig, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Do you know sometimes when like white girls will like, um, put in the extra braids or like anyone put in the extra braid, like you, you kind of weft it through at the beginning. Cause if you looked, I think that's why it looked bulky. Cause there was like a ton of extra hair put on. Yeah. It just felt bulky, but that's neither here nor there. She still was great. Um, it worked in the wide. I know what you mean, though. I, yeah, it worked in the wide. But the close-ups, I was like, oh, that's lo- that's very bulky on the side of her head. <laughs> it's kind of like a little cushion. You could take a Yeah, she she can fall and be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's for a combat scene. <laughs> fall on your head. Um, okay. And then what did you think of the final and her beauty shot? Oh, the beauty shot, I think, was one of the best ones. Mm-hmm. So, like her face, the her eyes, like the, the the way they caught her jawline, the pose. I thought she she was one of the most stunning ones in the beauty shots. I thought um, great shot, and then yeah, the commercial. Like I said, it came together in the edit. Yeah. What did we think what about Irma Gerd? Irma, your sworn enemy. No, okay, we need to squash that. For starters, I've never even considered getting on the Irma Gerd hate train. Like never. not even for a second. I no. am love train the whole time. Literally, Snot Rocket, I loved it. I loved her sense of, like, identity. She picked actual colors that, like, would work with her as a brand. Mm-hmm. I thought her jokes were funny when she was, like, infinity and past infinity. Like, past a number bigger than infinity or whatever she Yeah, because you were she expecting just, and beyond, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's just so <laughs> funny. Yeah, I thought her laugh. writing, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And this is one of those examples where, you know how the reality tv cameras are capturing how it's going and then there's other Mm -hmm. cameras capturing like the actual content to edit together yeah 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 
Does that make sense? Like there's two yep. versions of cameras. I felt the version of cameras we watched when it was with Tracy, like watching how it was going, that was making me laugh. And then I felt like their final edit, I still thought it was entertaining. They just perhaps were looking for like, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't like it. I thought it was good. Oh, yeah, because she was in the bottom three. Yeah, they like they really didn't feel this commercial. And I was like, I didn't in, in the end of the day, I wasn't like, oh, that was the best one. But I was like, it made me laugh. And like, again, I don't know. I feel like she delivered. Yeah, I mean, but it's like what I was saying earlier. I felt like everyone was good where they just had to nitpick the worst out of the great, you know, because they were all so funny that it's just like somebody has to be in the bottom. So I don't think it was like, I feel like this is a good week to be like, okay, I was in the bottom this week, but I was still good. I just wasn't as good as the amazing ones. Right. Um, But yeah, I agree. I find that the off camera stuff was a touch funnier, but I think it was just because they just cut all that stuff out in the final edit. Uh, I even enjoyed her, um, her beauty shot. It was pretty. I liked her makeup this week. It was interesting how the the campaign images quickly became a makeup critique. Like, it had nothing to do with the product. It was just like, your big lashes distract me. I actually can't see the makeup at all. So the fact that you do your makeup like that is quite irritating for the campaign. (laughs) For the campaign. For the campaign. Well, I think that's another thing with the with this show is the lighting on this show is absolute fucking garbage. (gasps) Okay, okay, okay. Pause. I have been told, this has been a comment about Canada's Drag Race Season 3, the lighting, lighting gate. Well, babe, it's been the comment since Season 1. They never get the lighting right. But here's the thing. Wasn't it a little bit better last last season? No. Because people are telling me it got worse. And I can't tell because I was like, now I've been on it. My season, I think, was the absolute worst lighting because i look like an a neanderthal when they eliminated me because my bra i'm being completely top lit yeah um your season was lamp oh awful your season was a little bit better where you guys at least were like had a filter put on you but for some reason i find a lot of these mini challenges they're like you know what we're just gonna put some fluorescent light above your head it doesn't matter how big your lashes are we want that whole shadow under your eyes like bombs in bombs commercial it was all shadow under her eyes because there was just no light on her face no it was below all from the top and i was like who's lighting this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah but i i find that too it's like with with irma's is her lashes are so big that it completely sinks down some of her face because some of the lighting but in this one i found like you could really she looked quite pretty i do agree her lashes are a bit big for a makeup commercial but i don't know i liked it well 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 it's juice who hates irma (laughs) that's me who hates irma (laughs) (laughs) looks like you should be texting cynthia (laughs) (laughs) you've been you've been love bombed and gaslit by my co-host and i apologize come to this come to this side of the semi-qualified queen (laughs) love bombed and gaslit um, I liked it overall. Good job. Good job, Irma. Yeah. Next we have Fiercealicious. Miss Fiercealicious. Fierce by Fiercealicious. Naturally. Um, uh, um, when she was filming it, I, I just wrote dot dot dot. Not sure. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if she played it too seriously. Like, 
I wasn't I wasn't really sure where it was going. When it was filming, what were you thinking? Uh, when it was filming, I was just like, uh, okay. It was just like, you know, it, it feels very just like laid out. Mm. Um, the actual commercial, I was just like, yeah, it's good. You know, it wasn't my favorite one, but I was just like, it's a good commercial. You know, it has, it has all the meat and potatoes. I didn't like the outfit she was wearing. Oh, okay. Um, because I don't know. I just don't think it was doing much for her. Uh, it just, I did, didn't understand the proportions on it. I thought her face and hair looked stunning. I so wish she good. just wore something a little different. I liked what she wore. And I thought in the final cut, it just kind of felt like a real commercial. Like in, in that sense, it didn't ever play into like humor because there's a lot of marketing dollars on the line when it comes to these actual makeup campaigns. So they don't ever want to get too kooky like they want to take themselves seriously i'm talking about like if it was a real life scenario so in that sense i think she kind of killed it because i was like oh that i think that one actually felt like the most real yeah no you're right you're right i'm off the fierce hate train you're right you're delicious um, yeah okay but and then she looked gorgeous her shots oh. where it was her looking into herself in the mirror i was like Mama, she's just she's just such a beautiful like creature. Yeah, and she her final was, image, oh, hers was my favorite, not Kimmy's. That's why I didn't. I said Kimmy's was one of, Fierce's was the best. Yeah, Fierce's was, it was Fierce's 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 was the best. Like she looked, she looked astoundingly beautiful. Again, it just felt like the real deal. Like it was like, yep, yeah, that's a makeup shot that'll go in the campaign. There it is. Yeah. Model. I'm surprised Fierce hasn't gotten a makeup campaign yet. That would just make sense. I thought she did. For the show? Um, not f- like not for the show, but like has she's done that in the past? She's done makeup campaigns. I think she did a shopper's campaign. Yeah. And I think she might have done one other one. But I remember she was on like a huge billboard in Dundas Square for Shoppers Drug Mart. Mm-hmm. Um she was a model for um Honey Nut Cheerios. She- yeah. No, she's actually, the honey nut. She's the bee. She's the. It was actually mini wheats. It was mini wheats. Um, oh my god! Okay, now I'm embarrassed. Yeah, it was mini cereal. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. What did we think of the turn up sensation, Miss Toronto, Jada, Shayla Hudson? I don't know if I am just blindly biased, but I thought it was. She was so funny. I thought you it are. was hilarious. I'm blindly biased to Jada. Right. I was smiling the whole time. I thought she was so funny and she was so just like, like <clears throat> what's the right word for it? She was so like flustered being up there and like running from things to thing. It was just making me laugh. I love Jada. <laughs> I am not blinded by Jada, but I will, <laughs> I will say there's pockets of like delight and fun and I can see what people are drawn to. Um, in Jada, I think like there was points this episode where they're saying her vulnerability is her superpower. And I think that's what we're all picking up on. Oh, when she cries, my heart sings. (laughs) I'm like, my baby, my baby Jada, I love you so much. (laughs) And I honestly, when the final cut came together, I was like, that was great. Like it actually was great. She has a really awesome, um, voice. The pitch when she like yells and like projects, it's so clear and like, uplifting when yeah. she's I don't know whatever she's saying you're buying and so this commercial mm-hmm. was exemplified that I thought it was I thought it was a strong commercial Great I think look. that she has like major star power you know 
Totally. That's what it is. Totally, totally. The makeup yeah. wasn't like my favorite. I wouldn't be like, oh my God, that beat. How did she oh, do nope. that? I'm no, like no, no, very no, no, aware no. of how she did it. Yes, I'm very aware. It was it was four lines of colors that Again, were placed next lines. to each other. <laughs> Jada's not the makeup girl. But... She's not the makeup girl, but you don't have to be. This is actually a beautiful example where you don't have to be. And that's not a read. That's actually just being like, see, you can just be a great energy. You can be an entertainer. And like sometimes Jada gets it right with the makeup. It's not like she's yeah. hopeless. Like can you without a paddle here? I just, I thought in comparison to some of the other makeup artistry on the show, you can tell when it comes to like a campaign image. But um, overall, I think I when it her comes... shot was great. I love what oh, she yeah. wore, the colors, and she looked, mm-hmm. she looked amazing in the, on that set. Like that for her oh, campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her and Fierce felt appropriate in the infinite white kind of look for their, their palettes, yeah. their branding, whereas someone like Irma and Viv, I want them on like... When we're talking about the green screen thing, like how they could change their backgrounds and stuff. I wish Irma was in like a big goopy thing of snot. Like I wish it was just boogers yes. all around her. You yeah, know, yeah. I think it would have made more kind of sense with or her. Or just like Dr. Pimple Popper. Just like, I'm just kidding. I hate that show. That show makes me Ralph. Anyways. Um, Ralph. I think back with Jada, Jada, with the makeup thing, it's like when you are someone who has like such like when you when there's someone whose smile like really lights up their face in the whole room i feel like the makeup becomes slightly secondary because they can smile through it like when jada smiles i almost don't care that her eyes are blended out Mm. you know because she has like because her lips don't look like gross and she's got a nice smile and like her Mm. face her big cheeks like look little round she looks so cute um so i think that can kind of get around the makeup but once once I i if the makeup was like perfect I'd be like, uh, but this anyways, is my that's... and this this is my only thing about the commercial, mm-hmm. and I don't want this to be a hot take. <laughs> wouldn't hot you say take. she was flustered when she was filming that? Yeah, just wouldn't as much you as say, Bong. Wouldn't you say she wasn't really sure her point of view? Other no, than, I like, feel like she knew her point like, of view. Party girl, like party girl, like whoop. But it's, it's a 20-second commercial. It has to be a simple thing. I think she had a point of view, but I think she was, like, bomb, where she just wanted to, where she was like, oh, I need to put all this in, I need to put all this in, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. It just felt like Rushed. other girls did this, and they didn't get recognized in the same way. And, like, I just, I don't know. I don't want to, like, talk out of pocket when it comes to, like, POC representation. And I loved how much Tracy loved this episode for Jada, her runway's amazing and we will dive into it. I just felt there was just a lot of almost a lot of cookies in Jada's cookie jar for this commercial for like her being her. And then like next we'll talk about Giselle and they were just like, all you did was say you were French Canadian. <laughs> and they kind of just like tossed her yeah. aside. But I, I think it's so the same thing with like Alyssa. Like, oh, I feel like they're being kind of unfair here for like no. recognizing one queen for doing something. And it was like, I don't know. I don't know. Am I crazy? Am I crazy? I'm just trying to be part of the discord. I think when it comes to something like that, it's like, it's like an Alyssa-ism. You know how Alyssa Edwards can just be Alyssa and we're it's fine that. with it. I think it's Jada that. can just be Jada and we're fine with it. And sometimes that works for people and sometimes it doesn't. You have to try a little harder. Exactly. And it's because I think there's those points where it's like, as a viewer this season, I'm watching it with like almost like a scorecard, if you will, for a challenge. Mm-hmm. And there's those odd times where it's like with the unique enigmatic factors like an uh, um, Alyssa factor if you will 
that kind of mm-hmm. clears the scorecard or it's like bonus points. And it's just like, you know, perhaps that's what I'm seeing. But that's mm-hmm. segueing into Giselle's commercial. What did we what did we think of Giselle Lullaby? Um, it was good. It was good. I, I, but I, I do kind of agree. Like it, it was just sort of like French swear words and it was right to the point. Like we didn't really, I know it was right had a second to do that little, like that in between the intro, my product and the, the, the swearing bit. It was like, yeah, I feel like we've jumped somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. It felt like I was missing just one piece. I felt like if I had one piece, it would have been a fully realized commercial but it felt like it was just like, here's some makeup and I'm going to swear a bunch. <laughs> Bonus points for really just enjoying her six colors that she picked. I felt like that was a cute little palette. I was like, nice, nice blues. Uh, a blue and a silver. Blue to silvers aren't my favorite. I do love a blue, but the adding the silver in wasn't my favorite. My favorite palette, I think, actually was some, like, color-wise would be Jada's and Irma's. Irma's that I just like. I liked. Oh, the purple and the green. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Jada's I liked the the red with the yellow and the and the green. I liked that color a lot. Um but yeah. But then we get to the final take for Giselle's and it it, it does. It lacks that second that second of narrative, which I think mm-hmm. unfortunately made the, the commercial less coherent. <laughs> like you're kinda like, wait, what's what's going on? <laughs> what's happening here? Um Yeah. Yeah, it was, but it was good. And her mirror image was quite beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that was quite striking. I loved the like hand on chin. That was that very classic campaign shot. It's like, oh, it was very 90s supermodel. Very 90s supermodel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, so Giselle, Giselle was in the bottom three, right? Yeah. Giselle was in the bottom three. Yeah. I think that was because of, again, just the kind of the script writing there. I think that was when we talk about the 20 seconds being challenging that's what happened she almost sacrificed too many of the seconds to say like yeah jokes instead of product everything kind of kind of snatching it into a snappy commercial yeah snappier for the 15 seconds Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's almost like you blink and the commercial's over (laughs) literally literally but Mm -hmm. those are the that's the maxi i really liked this challenge this is one of my favorites from canada's drag race me too me too i feel like this whole episode was one of my like it's my favorite of the season so far. I'm really mm-hmm. enjoying this whole sort of episode. And I, I would say the challenge was the challenge and the runway, I think were one of the better ones of the whole series. Yeah. Oh, it, mm-hmm. this I loved. I loved. Do we want to dive into main stage runways? We could, but uh, you have a note here that says that Bombay adding more creams on top of powders. Oh my God. Mirror moments. <laughs> we're talking. We're doing our makeup. Bombay had already set her eyes yeah like i could tell there was already powders over creams and then i saw her go back in with more creams i am not a ma- i am not an, an mua but i am a drag queen and i feel as though once i have like introduced powders to my face like i've already like kind of like the kids call it like baking i don't know if i put more creams on or is that just me juice you you can sometimes, you can, right? Not a lot. Like I wouldn't say I would add like a big swipe of a cream, but if I needed to add a cream to fix, adjust, mm-hmm. or crisp something, I would add a cream on top. But it would be something more for precision, mm-hmm. not for like adding in more color because then it would break apart. But using it for precision is fine. And then we saw her look where 
she had the sunglasses and the like there was a there was an, a kind of like a, a silhouette yeah that we'll see so then i didn't know later in the episode if that was what she was doing there i don't know we're gonna talk to bombay today yeah, yeah, yeah. so maybe maybe we'll we'll get to ask her what that was about yeah we will get to dive into miss bomb's thoughts and feelings and now let's take a break for our sponsor BetterHelp. this episode is sponsored by better help Feeling down in the dumps? Feel like you need someone who isn't a friend or family member to talk about it? BetterHelp is the perfect neutral party. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Boom. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. We have a special offer to the semi-qualified Queens listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash SQQ. That's betterhelp.com slash SQQ. The special URL will be in the show notes. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so let's dive into that main stage. We've got Brooke walking out in a cute pink sequin jumpsuit. Did we live? Very oh my Barbie. God. I think everything about them this week on the main stage with um, um, May. Brad, May, no, no, no. It was Brad, Brooke, and Tracy. It's like they all were like in a group chat and they were like, okay, this is what we're going to look like this week. I know. And then I felt bad because they didn't send May the memo because she wore black. <laughs> but yeah. she wore all black. Um, but I felt like they, like Brad, Brooke, and Tracy all looked like they came out of a Barbie movie. So cute. Just right? so cute. The proportions, the big ruffles, the, the pearls on the glove on Tracy. It was, they all looked very, very becoming. And the soft placement of blush on Brooke, like it was mm-hmm. just under her eyes. I was like, oh, I loved it so much. Um, yeah, it was and great. Well. And, May, and May looked amazing. Yeah, I creeped her Instagram. Very talented. Very. Cool. Have you seen her TikToks? I have now. Oh, I find she may be one of the the most influential makeup artists on TikTok. She does the wildest things with the most unconventional materials and mm-hmm. creates beautiful, beautiful things on her face. And I'm just like, how do you do that? Like, it's wild. So I didn't even know she was Canadian. I know. I know. I thought she was like LA based or like New York. I didn't realize she was just in Canada. She's from Canada. She's from Canada, eh? But let's dive into the runway. I love the category. Paint. Paint. Paint, 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 paint. I loved it. This brought me back to art school. Oh, um, triggered? Slightly. Slightly. Like some of these runways, I was like, oh, God, I remember that from All fucking of a sudden, art history. Oil, oil paints. I'm getting dizzy. I feel like I'm getting sick. <laughs> but Vivian um, Vanderpuss walks out onto the runway. I have a controversial opinion. Lay it on me. Chin up. Loved. The wig, the hair, the makeup, the face. Shoulders down. It wasn't my favorite. Wasn't the one for you? 
it just wasn't the one for me. You know, the reveal was cool, but I didn't I didn't like the long pieces. I didn't like the the canvas like afterwards, brown. like once it had been revealed. Yeah, just something about it just I didn't I didn't really feel married to. Like it was well done, but it just wasn't my favorite one, especially because I've loved her looks in the past so much that this one didn't feel up to snuff. Mm. Mm. I know, without the reveal I would have been like but then it had like a moment to it. I don't want to call it a gimmick, but it is kind of a gimmick. Reveals are gimmicks. So the Reveals fact that are it gimmicks. had that, I was like, okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, breathtaking hair. Really fun. Oh, yeah, that was gorgeous. Then we had Irma, who so I good. personally think understood, or not understood, but like interpreted the the prompt in the most fun way. The paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. I loved. I thought that was so I think, fun. I think it was the best thing she's worn like yeah. on the runway. Yeah. So cool. So, 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 so cool. And yeah. I don't know. It's like, again, it's like when she was Marilyn Monroe, when she dips into this classic glamour, I I don't know. I love that on Irma. Like sometimes the yeah. snot rocket, like neon green look is one thing. But then when she softens a little bit, this was a hybrid of both because it was like campy concept, but then it was just kind of like portrait of a beautiful woman. I really liked mm-hmm. it. I liked it a lot too. It was a it was a fun concept and really well done. I was a big fan. The fact that it went through the wig was cool. Yeah, and I like that it went full head to toe. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just a piece. It wasn't imagine if imagine it was just the makeup. I would have been like, nah. boo, you know, yeah. boo, tomato, tomato. But the fact that it went into the hair, into the whole outfit, down to her shoes, I was like, yeah, there's that's what I want to see. You know, mm-hmm. there it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think of bombs? Bombay, strutting down the runway. I just love Bombay. I think this was so cool. I wasn't sure at first when she was wearing the glasses, the sunglasses. I was like, did you just not do your makeup? But then she took them off. And this is what I was alluding to with not being sure with what she was doing with creams and powders. A part of me thought she was blocking out the area just for the sunglasses and then oh. the cream, and the creams were being introduced because of powders in a second. I think that's what we were watching on TV. At the Maybe. time I didn't understand, but once I saw the final look I was like, I think that's what was going on. And it was very cool. Oh, I loved it. I loved every piece of it. I loved how it, it actually looked like she just left that celebration and she mm-hmm. just got completely covered in color. Like it was beautiful. And I will like last week's runway was I think the best the best she's looked. But this is like top one of her top three looks. I was in love with it. I also want to know if that was the same wig she wore the week of one of the sewing challenges. She had a silver wig that looked very similar in style. Oh, really? As this powdered wig. And I have a feeling she like fucked it up like with the colors and stuff. And they'll be like, Ooh. oh, they won't be able to tell because it's colored. I want to ask. I'll ask Wig Zaddy. I think Wig Zaddy did her wig wardrobe. So I'll, I'll ask him. Yeah. If it was the same one. Planning mm. to do that on snap. I don't know. Well, because I'll be like, did you do that? Did you mm. cover that thing in hair? Like, did you blend all that out? Or was that her? I think that was no. her there for some reason. Mm. It did look very fresh. And I, I can't see that traveling well. No. But... Oh my god, get out of Or we everything. can ask her because she's going to be on the pod. Oh, we could just do that. Spoilers. Um, okay, now, Jada. What did you think? I loved this look. I wrote it's, the, it's my favorite thing she's ever worn. It's not my favorite thing she's worn, but it was beautiful. I thought it was so cool with the, the molds of the faces and how it integrated into the garment. Her in that gold silk. The Abantu knots. It was, it was 
it was really, it was really lovely. I will. I'm just going to say one tiny thing. Yeah. I just wanted it to touch the floor. Yep. No, I get that. That's it. That's it. I didn't like that it, you could see the the bottoms of her feet, right? Even if she did a heel that was just slightly shorter, I think it would have brushed the floor a little bit more. And I feel like, because if you're going to go with a length that doesn't touch the floor fully, I either want it to be like a T length where it's just going to go mid shin or it's going to touch all the way to the ground. I just thought it was an awkward way to end it. But that's like being so silly and specific. The rest of the outfit was incredible. So lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, what did we think of Giselle Lullaby? You wrote very French. What does that mean? It, it's giving me, it's giving me French, um, it's the French take on this. I think she comes, I think the French take it to this fine art. Like there's something, I loved it. There's something about it. It reminds me of like when I would visit Quebec as like a child and like mm. see their Cirque culture and just like the arts in Quebec it's just a different frequency and I like it and if you look at her on that stage I would argue she's like radiating something slightly different and to me I think it's like the French approach to painting and art and culture and I really liked it I thought she looked cool all the shapes like I don't when I say very French I mean that in like the most respectful way yeah um I, I thought it was really cool I feel like Giselle's really good at falling into, and I don't mean this in a rude way, and I know it's going to sound rude. Uh-oh. I feel like Giselle's very good at falling into a feminine and a masculine energy. Oh, cool. You know, I, I feel like, <laughs> like if a she needs... Yeah, like I feel like if she needs to feel more masculine, like her in the mini challenge, she felt very masculine there. But I even felt like on this runway, it was giving me a little bit more masculine drag than it was like pretty glamorous girl drag. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that that's something to be said about a good entertainer is them to be able to switch between those two because I know for myself I can only give pussy like I can only give girly girl it's hard it's for me I to can do it's all I can do so like if I were to be challenged to do something that's a little bit more masculine I would probably struggle with it unless I was fronting at like a gym yeah <laughs> but you know but channel your crossfit <laughs> channel my crossfitist but i felt like she she's really good at that and i and i and i sort of like because it was like a suit and she had to and it wasn't like she was and i feel like if she were to walk out like all like it -hmm. wouldn't make sense so i really liked the look and i I liked everything about it next we have fierce miss fierce delicious this This is what gave me trauma this is giving you trauma this is what gave me trauma to art school because I have studied this painting so oh, much. Oh, girl in our on swing, like Rococo yeah, girl on the Rococo. swing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is a really fun piece of art history to reference. It's kind of one of those standouts, the way mm-hmm. that you noticed it instantly. I oh, loved it. I noticed it from she walked. Out, I didn't even see the legs when she walked out. I noticed it just from like the tiny hand on the swing. I was like, oh God, I know what this is. <laughs> I know what this is. My uh. only, the only thing, and call me a nitpicker. Yeah. Because of this. I don't know if this is... Well, I did I, it to Jada's dress. It's fine. I would have angled the, the false legs a little bit off to the side so that they would have read even better on camera. There was the odd time that I was like, oh, I feel like the camera hasn't captured the illusion just just so yet. And I wondered if the legs were kind of just just slightly kissing to the left or, or right, it would have angled the like the beveled leg and the point a little bit more because with perspective, when something's pointing at you straight on camera, like a long pole straight at you, you can't really necessarily see it. Whereas if you turn the long pole off to the side, 
you start to just, it's a better eye line. That was my oh. only thing that I think if you would see it on camera, I'd be like, oh, can we just tweak it? That's the only thing from perfection. So the photo shoot's going to look amazing. The oh construction, everything. I thought it was really cool. I'm excited for the like, photo shoot. Yeah. Oh my God, you're right. Mm-hmm. When she shoots that, that's going to look incredible. Um, yeah, I love them. I love her makeup too and the wig. Those tiny mm-hmm. tendrils because it looked like she was actually flying through the air. It was a good look. It was a really, really good strong. look. Eve yeah. actually, Eve 6000 helped design looks for Fierce this season. And this was one of the ones she kind of gave me insider's tea on. And I, I knew oh. was, I was really excited to see it. I wonder who made it. It was a combination. Who helped with Suki the doll. bottom? Suki doll. Suki doll. <laughs> it, was, it was Suki doll. Suki doll made every single look this season. Suki doll. It was Suki yeah. doll. She wasn't yeah, sure incredible. if she could finish all of Brooks in time, but she but did. she did. She did. She was Suki doll. Uh, no, but sorry for those of we're joking. We're for joking. Those, we love that Suki. was a joke. And she might have made some pieces for this, but I don't believe. I don't this believe is it was it. this. No, we'll we'll figure it out. Who who did it when we? Sapphire did some part of it. If I wasn't sure, it was just the the bottom to cover Fierce's actual legs, like the garden and maybe mm. the swing construction. I know she was part of the collab. Oh, okay. I love when she was like, the only thing fake about me is this and ripped oh, her leg off. I was of like, course. how long was she waiting to do that joke? And I'm happy it happened. Yeah, yeah, hmm It was a Ooh. reference of Alaska referencing Real Housewives. Yes. <laughs> the inception of Drag Race. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, now, Kimmy... Ooh. I just wrote dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it was, uh, she's had better. Yeah. Yeah. This was very Cynthia, um, in the, in the clown look. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was yeah. a week where everyone else was like in something amazing. And you're just kind of there in like a very simple thing. And it sucks. The feeling sucks. And she knew it yeah. too. And you just kind of have to be like. Yeah, this is what I got. This is this, this is what, this is what I'm currently wearing. I almost wish she wore an outfit in the same sense of when she was just like, I don't know, I just like Googled sun goddess and this is what I got. Like, I wish she just Googled a painting and did that, mm. you know, and didn't look into it, didn't research it, but just did that. Because I felt like paint. <laughs> yeah, she was just like, I'll just put like paint on and just like smear it all over my body. Like, I, I felt like that's just sort of what it, that it was. And I was like, eh, I don't love mm. it. And the makeup, I was like, she could be so pretty. And she's, she's, and she said she never has the same face twice. But why was this the face she chose? <laughs> you know, you why? You could repeat a nice face. <laughs> you, could re- you could repeat a nice face or make a brand new one that's, it, it just felt like there was no definition on it. It was just splattered. I don't know. It wasn't my favorite look. I've had, I've, I've, but I have high standards for Miss Kimmy. Mm-hmm. I love her. I love Miss Kimmy. And those are the runways, baby. That was paint. Love baby. the category. Baby. Almost as good as the periodic table. <laughs> <laughs> our winner this sorry. week. Sorry. Our winner this week, it went to Miss Fierce Delicious. Yes. Do you agree? I agree. I agree. It was good. I felt I, the only reason I was just like, oh, is I just, I'm rooting for Viv so hard right now. Oh, they're giving her that Jan edit. Yeah, like she's just not getting the win. And she's just like, I just really like one. So the yeah. only reason I was like, oh, she didn't get it again. But when it came <laughs> to like the judges, it just made sense. And her look blew it out of the water. If it came down to even like the looks adding points on, Fierce deserved it on the look alone. Yeah. No, yeah. I know. 
Viv was, you know, they're trying to break her and she just, her her face was like she missed the bus. She was just like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll wait for the next one. <laughs> Very okay. well. Okay. But you know and what's funny, Giselle's actually? Giselle's like, you didn't win that? Giselle's looking at her being like, oh my God, you didn't win. She's like, no, it's okay. Maybe next one. Okay. No, it's fine. <laughs> but what's so funny, too, is when you look at the whole episode, like Fierce, Fierce did have one of the better commercials. She had the best beauty shot and she had the best runway. And even when they're in Untucked, everyone around her is talking about how, I who's going to win. And, and she's sitting there and no one's counting her in and she was just like why is no one talking about me i got so good praise and it made sense like even watching it forward you were like yeah it makes sense that fierce won this i know but Mm -hmm. there's kind of you know what strength in silence my dear fierce they're they're jealous in that moment they didn't they didn't even want to acknowledge you because you were too perfect you pinged out for five episodes and no one pinged back so yeah here you are just silent and doing well there you go yeah yeah Left on girl, go go off, diva, (laughs) go off, and congrats on the five thousand. Oh yeah, fuck you, (laughs) fuck you, bitch, fuck you, bitch, five thousand dollars, bitch. (laughs) So in the bottom, we've got Emma and Bombay. Bombay, I love the way you say Bombay in Australia. Bombay, (laughs) Bombay, (laughs) Bombay. Yes, and they're doing um, Table Dancer. I've never heard this table song. Table Dancer by Keisha Shante. I've never heard this song. song. <laughs> I love this song. I literally really? love this song. Had oh. this been on my season, I'd have been like, bitch, I'm fucking up on purpose so I can dance. I love this song. <laughs> oh, I've never heard it. It was, it was a fun song. It's really fun, but the lip sync, these, this, how do I put this? I don't know if either of these girls would maybe identify as dancers per se. And I just saw a lot of flailing. <laughs> I feel like a lot of flailing was to be had. It, it almost felt like, you know, like on Drag Race France when they don't have rights to a song. So they just add in the elevator music song. Uh-huh. It felt like they just added this song in later and they, they were, were dancing, dancing to something else. <laughs> it was just like, what is happening? And it was it was mostly... Mostly bomb going too too fast. Team too, too much. Fast. Take too a breath. Much. Take a Absolutely. breath. Bring it in. Give us a moment. It felt mm-hmm. like she was like pointing, pointing in all directions, everything everywhere all at once, you know, <laughs> and like, and I, I got the reveal. Like it was fun that she did the reveal, but it's just like, girly, if you're going to do the reveal, you have to make sure that you have a strap or something. <gasps> to keep it the underneath up. The, underneath. the underneath it was it was falling i would have preferred she kept the dress on that instead of the 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 picking up of the of the dress endlessly yeah. and making them dance moves her elbows were like yeah. <laughs> north in the sky yeah, she's sure. just like it was like the chicken dance because <laughs> you know. table dancing <laughs> it's just like it's too much she looked mad yeah. it would look and like I, um someone was forcing I ugh, I felt I felt for her in that yeah. moment I wanted to telepathically add a strap to the the patent leather jumpsuit because it was gorge and and let you like serve let, yeah, that, let well, that be a serve no I still feel like it would have been a lot of pointing but I wish that she didn't have to keep chicken winging it up and with Irma I feel like table dancer by Keisha Shante just isn't a song I would put in her wheelhouse. You know, it's not a song that I would be like, this is a song I see Irma doing, you know? <laughs> there was one point where literally she did a dance move 
and Brooklyn laughed at her. Like, they kept it in. <laughs> she does this, like, kick in the air, and Brooklyn literally went, <laughs> like, she laughs at her. I'm sorry. I love you, Irma. You did a great job. But literally, like, there was one point where literally Brooklyn laughed at her. Yeah, and then and they were just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't my favorite lip sync of the season. Um... Yeah, it was um the whole episode in its in its entirety was great, but get away. So I have flies in my house. Um but I will say it wasn't it wasn't the best lip sync. I don't think the 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 song was really showcasing the talents of the girls, you know. Neither of them it it was just you're right, it was a different song playing. Yeah. Yeah. They changed yeah, that just, in post-production. They have to. Have. You will be dancing to, <laughs> like, inserts, like, auto, like, yeah. TikTok voice. Like, they were doing, they Table were doing, dancer, like, bye. <laughs> they they did Every Time We Touch by Cascada and We Saw Table Dancer by Keisha Shante. Like, <laughs> they did Cotton was... Eye Joe. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we were looking at. Okay. <laughs> but that is our episode. That was the episode. Yay! So, after this lip sync... Bombay is then eliminated. Um, do, do you agree with the elimination? I I think maybe it was their time in some ways, but that doesn't stop me from thinking Bombay is such a talent, a charmer on TV, such a ham, like yeah. loves the attention, and it's fun to watch them have fun. So I feel like this is just the beginning for Bombay, and mm-hmm. I'm like following all everything anywhere so that I can keep catching their content. I will say, I think Bomb was the worst in the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So it would make sense that it was Bomb's time to go. Um, and it, it makes me sad because Bomb's, Bomb's and Kimmy's are like my favorite confessionals. So I like know. now that I don't have Bomb's confessionals anymore, I'm kind of like, oh, I loved those so much. They were so fun. And um, and Bomb has some of the best runways. Like mm-hmm. she serves every week. So, and I always get excited to see what she's going to wear. So I'm a little, I'm a little bummed. I won't see her outfits now, but Irma stays. Uh, and do you maybe want to have a little conversation with Miss Bomb? Oh my God. Let's hit her up. Paging Bombay. Do you have her number or is it me? I've got it. Oh my God. It's right here. It's right here. It's saved. <laughs> oh my God. She's pinned at the top. Duh. <laughs> So here we have our next eliminated queen. My heart is broken because I'm going to miss her confessionals more than anything. They were my favorite part of the season. Hello, Miss Bombay. How are you? Hi, it's me, Bombay from TV, now on podcast. <laughs> Bombay from podcasts. Bombay from podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you say from TV. It's yeah. like the most adorable. I love you. Oh, Do you girl. have a t-shirt that says that? Yes, I have a t-shirt that says High Bottoms, and I have a t-shirt that says Bombay from TV. I want the High Bottoms one. I like that. Trevor got a confessional that says High Bottoms. Does he? Yeah. Aw, speaking to his people. I love that. Um, (laughs) So how are you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling so good. I was terrified for this episode. You know I was terrified, Justine. I was terrified. So last night... As the viewing party, I barely saw half the episode because I, I put a paper bag over my head. Kind of wish it was a plastic bag, but hey, you know, you do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> you take what you can get. Uh, yeah. Well, me and, they made plastic bags. <laughs> think about the environment, you know, the turtles. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Cynthia were actually talking about it, though, and we were like, what a good episode to go home on, though, because no one really did bad. You know? Everyone did good. Everyone's commercials were good. Everyone's looks were good on the runway. So it's just like, somebody has to go home. So it's almost like you were the worst out of the great. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved your commercial. I thought it was like, it was like the perfect amount of chaos. But 20 seconds was hard, right? Like when you found out the length of the commercial, yeah. you're like... Also, we had, we had two hours to write storyboard, write directions for the editor and camera angles, and then submit oh. it. And, and then get, get into drag? And get into drag. And halfway through mine, they were like, oh, you can't do this bomb. And I was <gasps> like, oh, okay, cool. I guess I'll just stop getting into drag and just go back to the storyboard. <laughs> oh, no. So it was your time, and I think it may have been written in the stars. It was written in the script, but yeah. <laughs> written in the script. <laughs> That's good. Damn. But yeah, no, we're going to miss your confessionals. You I were know. So you were a pro. You were just so easy talking, like easy to listen to, I should say. Did You're you awesome. expect that your confessionals were going to be that good? Yeah. Na- like, my producer, Natalie, was like, she was like, like, we would have extra, like, we would only shoot confessionals for an hour, but then we'd go like for an hour and a half. She'd be like, yeah, just like, just like, so they party don't party don't stop with Bombay. Yeah, that yeah. Is so I, I I had some really good like things that thank like sometimes she was like okay Bomb you can't say that <laughs> like I said like <laughs> like know, in what kind of way out of pocket in what category oh I'll I'll tell you so there was an episode where we were talking about relationships uh-huh. and I'm like I have nothing to add to this so I'm gonna troll everyone so we were in the <laughs> room and I'm like oh and they were like oh yeah Bomb are you seeing anyone I'm like you know I had a boyfriend once and I was leaving a gig and he was supposed to pick me up. But he never showed up. So I called him and I said, Bruce MacArthur, where are you? And he I... Said, Hold on. He said, Bomb. Bomb? He said, Bomb, if you're alive, who did I kill? And immediately, like, it was like silence. <laughs> Bomb Elizabeth Bay, I cannot with you. I'm ending this call. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's when I knew I was like, oh, I'm going to get I'm gonna get cut out. Like, there'll be parts that I... There'll be things I say that definitely do not make the edit. <laughs> Inside well, joke. Yeah. Yes. Well, I feel like drag queens are the cigarette butt of society, so they shouldn't hold us to such a high standard, you know? Look at us. <laughs> trash. Trash. Yeah. Oh, but you make trash look good, kiddo. The looks mm-hmm. this season, you are a oh. look queen. Thank you. That was Like, I, truly. I feel like going in, I'm like, the only thing you can control on Drag Race are your looks. Yep. Yeah, the fashion. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. You don't know, well, shoot stuff like yeah. you can't. You can't. You don't know when things are going to be shown. Oh, but yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, you bring yeah, yeah, what you yeah. bring. Yeah. Uh, no. Who was your team? Like, how did you build these looks? Do you have? Do you have like a collective, or do you just collab everywhere? Like, how does it work for you? So when we get when I did get the list, I spoke to like my friends at Speakeasy, and I was like, okay, these are our prompts. Mm-hmm. What do we do? And then we like most of most of the looks were like our first idea. Like, okay, this is great. Let's do it. And then we reached yeah. out to like Kink Engineering. We reached out to Wig Zaddy. I reached out to like my goddess look was made in India, so I reached out to people oh. who did that. Uh, and so yeah, that was the team. That was the process. Like we were like, okay, cool, cool, cool. What can we do in this short period of time? What mm-hmm. do we need made? What what can we like recycle? Yeah, the oh. kink, the kink engineering piece. Oh. That was just you got to feel good about that one. Oh, like, you know, absolutely. You really did and they, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They wanted they wanted something on Drag Race for so long. And they yes. were like, it was incredible. Let's do it. They were like, 100%, let's do it. It took, like, we had to do so many fittings, like, prototype different yes. arms. And, yeah. And what I love about the look is, while I was getting into it, people on set who were on break came to check it out. They were like, we have to say this. We've seen pictures of this in your references. We have to see you 
blow this out. And all the queens, so cool. when I wore it, it was deflated. They were like, what the fuck is this? And then as they started inflating, the queens were like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, keep blowing them up. It's like, oh, only going to get better. There's more. Yeah, there's more. Oh, there's another. Oh, yeah. one more. Oh, another one. Another, another one. <laughs> <laughs> you looked like um, an anime character. It was really, really cool. Just like yeah. one, of the, one of the coolest things I've seen in a yeah, while. And it's, there's a lot of drag race out there. So it's a big deal. Did that get you a lot of attention? Did you get a lot of international attention from that oh, one? Oh, yeah. Like, I think a lot of the UK girls started following me. And I figured that's when they saw the episode. Mm. Like, the time zone. Like, there was just one time zone where I went, click, 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 it happened. Um, <laughs> a lot of... A lot Love you, babes. Love you, look, babes. A lot of people babes. got in touch with me. And they were like, ooh. <gasps> um, a lot of kinky oh. people? Yeah, like, people who were into, like, gimp suits and furries. Oh. And I was like, okay, okay. mama. Yeah. Well, you talk a lot about grinder and being a slut, so I feel like I feel like that was just opening the door. For oh yeah, it. like like yeah. I think there was a there was a screen cap in the previous episode where Orma's dragging me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone yeah. sent a picture of my foot to me, and was like, "What does this look like outside of the stockings?" Because I was wearing stockings, and I'm like, "Here you yeah. go." Boop. He's like, yeah. "Hello, come to Chicago." Free? Oh, but then they're giving me a gig in Chicago very soon, so I was like. Uh, do I know who it is? Maybe I'll text you. Oh, I might know who it is. I didn't know if it, if it only takes feet to get a gig there, then I'm sending. Jesus, feet. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. If, 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 if we only have to send feet over, then yeah. Ooh, I, cool. You'll love Chicago. Chicago's very fun. Yeah, I'm excited. That, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you do next. Like, what's on what's on the roster? The future plans for Bombay? Like, where do we go from this platform? Oh, uh, I want to stop by getting better at makeup. <laughs> Smaller. Smaller. Oh, oh, go go ahead, Cynthia. I was going to say, I said it on the podcast, so it's going to come out this week, but I found an aha moment with my lashes. Do you trim your lashes so they're not as wide? I do now. Cute. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like that's part of, because you've already started to glow up since the show, and doesn't it help see yourself on TV? You're like, okay, I see this, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that lighting. Good bones. Oh, God. You've got great cheeks. Like, honestly... The shadow. And then, I don't know. Maybe this was the thing for our season. For but like on our season, we weren't allowed to take makeup back to the hotel. No, we weren't either. We don't. We weren't either. So when Brooklyn was like, "Oh, bomb, you need to fix your makeup," and I'm like, "Where?" I never have. You went. You, yeah. you have to fix it for the next runway. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not taking a risk like that. So I would go back to the hotel and like with my boy makeup, I try to practice. I'm like, this is useless. I don't even have. Aww. Yeah. And so I, I was like, listen, she needs to stop telling me to fix my makeup, or you need to start letting me take something back. Yeah. What am I supposed to yeah, do? Yeah, no, they, they don't take anything. We would sneak stuff. Mmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd so the, on the on the roster, you want to get better at makeup. What else is in the, the future plans? Uh, I'm touring India in December. Shut Ooh. Up. Oh, what a good time to go. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, like, I think for season three, like, there were a lot of bars in Mumbai that had viewing parties because I was on it. Aye. So and now they've cool. stopped. Yeah, and now after season, <laughs> they've all canceled their career subscription. That is, my, that is also on my list of things to do. Cancel your case subscription. You it. Oh, cool. That's Anyone good. Listening, That's good. Boring. You're done. You're over it now. You're over. You're, you're, yeah. Yeah, over so it. So touring <laughs> India in December. Uh, wow. And then, yeah. I'm also fine of like, showing, not telling. So I have a few projects in the works. But I'm like, work. Like, people will see them when they're out. I love that. Good. Yeah. good, 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 good. I love that. That's exciting. And India should be really fun. Is that, is that going to be your first time back since leaving? Uh, it'll be my first time in five years. No. So, That's a good time to go back. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's go- I'm so excited. 
That's so exciting. Well, the season's not going to be the same without you, love. You just brought such a fun energy. The the all the interviews you gave, the looks. There's a missing piece to season three now. I'm I'm going to say that Brooklyn Heights. I'll give you her socials. You can text her. Oh, I know. I already have her number. I'll text her right now. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's on the call. Introduce her. Yeah, she's she's listening. (laughs) What did you say about me? Yeah. Well, Bomb, thank you so much for joining us. This has been such a fun interview. We're so excited uh, to see what you're going to do, especially with touring India and all of these fun projects you have coming up. Is there anything that you want to plug before we let you finish your day and de-drag and go find some grinder boys? Uh, yes, my socials. You can follow me on Instagram at B-O-M-W-A-E. If you want a sneak peek of the unhinged nonsense that happens in my head, follow me on Twitter. Uh, pretty soon I'll have an Uber Eats profile as well, so you can like send me butter chicken on that, you know, always, always game for some good old butter chicken. Also, Juice, Toronto knows the butter chicken reference. You got one. Toronto knows the butter chicken. I know the butter chicken reference, yeah. but I don't think Cynthia knows the butter chicken reference. No. no. I'll explain the butter chicken reference to you. And to our listeners, unfortunately, that's going to be something that you'll just have to figure out yourselves. <laughs> or tune into this, their, their, what is it? Um... Patreon to hear all the unfiltered. Exactly. <laughs> the paywall. Oh my That's God. paywall The content. paywall. Yeah, the paywall that someone would screen grab and, and then I would get fucking ruined. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, but if you want to know anything about the Butter Chicken reference, please slide right into Bomb's DMs. Oh, I'm I'll sure she'll you. have no yeah. issue telling you. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. it. Like when I said I'm doing Butter Chicken, Fios and Jada were like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, they went, you are not. And you said, mm-hmm, Watch I am. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, Bomb, thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to, to have had you here, and it's been so fun chatting with you. And we truly are serious when we say we are very much going to miss those confessionals. They were some of the best parts of the show. Thank you so much for having me. Love you. See ya. Oh, bye, Bombay. Such a sweetheart. I'm literally obsessed with them. And we have such exciting news. You know we're going to Toronto for Fan Expo super soon. And surprise... We have a giveaway on our hands. Juice, what are we raffling off? We are raffling off one day ticket for the Friday of Fan Expo. And I'm so excited. This is our first giveaway ever. So it would be amazing if you guys could enter. I would love that. Absolutely. (laughs) We're going to be there at um, a booth at the convention. So come say hi, bring a friend. So essentially to win these fabulous two tickets, all you have to do is follow semi-qualified queens on Instagram, Juice and I on Instagram, and tag three friends on the post that we are going to put up on our semi-qualified IG. We are going to be announcing the winner on Wednesday morning of this week, and the contest closes Tuesday night at midnight EST. So get in as many comments as you can. Three t- You can enter as many times as you want. I don't care. Yeah. Click all the... Like, if you want to comment 50 times because you are like, I need these tickets. Spam I it. need to Spam. be at Fan Expo. Spam away, bestie. I want it. Yeah. But... Let's do it. Yeah. We're so excited. And thank you guys for entering. And we're really excited to meet you. We're going to be at our booth from 2 till 4 on the Friday. Um, so... See you then. <laughs> Do you want to take some questions from our SQQ cuties juice? Yes, we could. We've already addressed our hate mail. Yes. Um, you got to do that at the beginning of the episode for sure. Yes. We, we had to get rid of the hate mail at the beginning of the episode. And for the, and for the person who, who sent that, we're, we don't hate you. We just, we just needed we're to address. 
we're just taking a break. <laughs> no, 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 we're kidding. We just, I just wanted to address it uh, and then it's done. Okay, so we've got some audience questions from the SQQDs. So this one is from Drag Her. Uh, it was an, on Instagram. Uh, it says, hi, Juice and Cynthia. First of all, I want to say thank you for your time to record the podcast so we can enjoy your opinions about All Star 7 and now Canada's Drag Race Season 3. My question is, how do you guys find your signature makeup? What's the inspiration behind it? Thank you and hope you always in a good health. Lots of love, Drag Her. Aw, thank you, Drag Her. Love the question. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as signature makeup, I don't know. I don't really, I come, I have a visual arts background where I did lots of like sketching and painting over the years. Um, but I always found there was a little bit of this disconnect when it came to makeup artistry. It is just like a different beast. There's something about putting products on your skin versus like a piece of paper. And so over the years, I've just tried to like (laughs) strive for like cleanliness, like pigment, like, I don't know, thing like kind of just your baseline pretty when it comes to my makeup and and I just like to celebrate like my features but just try to soften them uh just a little so that they they read they read more femme like I think for me I do love just all of the nuances it's still feeling like an extension of my face like I I don't try to look like a completely different person it's like Mm -hmm. it's jumping off of my cheekbones it's jumping off of like my jawline it's but then the the brow block took a little bit to figure out, but like I feel like I sort of know what I'm doing now, ish. The brow block, the elusive brow block. Yes, for those who have to do it, but you don't, you don't block <sighs> your brows, juice. My makeup was definitely like a a journey. I started with because I was a makeup artist mm-hmm. and a special effects artist before, and then before that, I also have a, a visual arts painting and drawing kind of history. So when I got into drag makeup, I thought I was just like, oh, I can do this. And then I went about my makeup at a, a makeup artist perspective, not a drag queen's perspective. So it was like either too small or way too big. Mm. Um, so that was my makeup for a really long time. And then I went through a very like experimental phase where like my face was always different. Like I was always doing something funky or painting a full face on or drawing myself like a clown or a skull or something for a while. And then I kind of fell into when I stopped blocking my brows, I just went into pretty. Like I was just a pretty girl, you know, and I just figured out that. And then I started to figure out like I just want to look cute. And that's when I started doing the freckles. And then I just sort of practiced and figured out what looked more natural. And now I've kind of fallen into my cute little uwu face. Oh, I love that. Thank you, Drag Her. What a cute question. Um, So this is our next question. This is from Dallas Walsh. Hey, Queens. I just finished listening to the last episode, episode three, or season three, episode four. And you mentioned why you thought it was underwhelming. Do you think Canada's franchise is too much under Rue's thumb? The other international franchises don't have Rue do the video messages or do the voiceovers because of the language barrier. But this could explain why the show lacks some originality that you see on Spain, Holland, Italy, and France. What are your thoughts? Love you both. Dallas. Dallas. Dallas, giving us those deep questions. It's, I don't know if like there's like an a thumb or is there a thumb? Would you call it a thumb juice? I wouldn't call it a thumb. I would call it like pressure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Pressure line, tick, 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 <laughs> never stop. Whoa. Um, I would say there's a lot of pressure because we're an English-speaking country, as is the UK. Um, but Rue is an on ours. Mm-hmm. And I feel like ours and the UK are constantly, 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 constantly compared to the American season. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's always like, never going to be as good. Specifically Canada, because we we do lack the RuPaul presence and Michelle presence that we're never going to be. I feel like we're like the sad little sister, you know, where it's just like, like our older sister is the star and we are under her shadow. We are the Ashley Simpson to the Jessica Simpson, which is the American franchise. (laughs) All my girls stand in a corner and clap your hands. This is for you. Hello, you know, hello, V E, hello, yeah. So that's sort of my thing. I just feel like we're. It's not that it's a thumb. It's just that there's so much pressure to be like them. But like our industry isn't the same. Our country isn't the same. Our our politics aren't the same. Yeah. Like it's there's so much difference between the two countries. Uh, but I think it's just because we're both English speaking that there's always going to be that pressure there. Absolutely, I think. Um, mm-hmm. That's like that's totally the thing of Can- Canadian versus American television. They're just of two different like sizes, and I don't know. I feel like it's it's hard to say. Like, yes, you can clearly compare them one for one when there's so many components different. I find the Canadian Canadian version of the show um, super entertaining and heartwarming, and I I love how we are getting our our time under the sun. It just it's just a different vibe. It's just a different beat. And I know sometimes people want the like the fast action-packed like American version of the show but it's just there's a there's a way they've perfected that over like 14 years you know or 14 mm-hmm. seasons or how many years. it's like been like a decade right yeah you know that takes a long time yeah it takes a long time and I feel like they've kind of figured it out and I feel like Canada is still sort of figuring it out Ooh. <laughs> specifically the lighting <laughs> the lighting <laughs> the lighting but yeah that's our non-answer answer and answer yeah. <laughs> that's a hard one because we've been part of it too it's like we're so appreciative of, of the opportunities that we get now that because we were on canada's drag race um but you know it's like because it's an industry we can feel it on some on some level as far mm-hmm. as like, you know, like international bookings and, and ways that it can affect us post show. So it has, you know, it has its effects. But in the end of the day, I'm still so grateful that like, within Canada, there's such an audience that loves and adores it. Our audience who listen to this podcast is predominantly Canadian. So there is that world where I'm like, maybe, maybe we just we get to hang out in this cool, beautiful country and do things our way. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever like, I, this is a tangent. Yeah. But do you ever like, forget we were on Drag Race. Forget is kind of too big of a word, but does it does it um, leave my mind some days? Sort of, yeah, yeah. Did, like mine is just like it almost doesn't feel like it was a real thing that ever happened. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like it was just a weird fever dream, and like I'm not actually a part of this like grand scheme of things. Yeah, no, totally. I do know what you okay, mean. Yeah. I do know what you mean. And is that because of the like the outsider factor with being Canadian? No, it's the fact that my season premiered within a pandemic yeah. and I didn't yeah, it's get that. to really do anything. So it never I've I've never had that moment of things feeling real. Like DragCon felt real, but even DragCon didn't feel real. You know? I get that. 
I do get that. Yeah. Especially for, yeah. for your season, the timing of it all. Oh, yeah. The timing of my season was garbage. <laughs> but then I'm thankful because everybody had to watch us. They had no choice. Yeah. It all works out in the wash. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that is our episode um we are going to be back next week with season three episode seven six seven seven of canada's drag race yes canada's drag race and again if you want to send us in any questions please send us any questions you can find us on instagram at semi-qualified queens pod twitter at sqq pod or use the hashtag hashtag semi-qualified questions or if you want to email us to semi-qualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com we are also accepting voice notes if you want to have your voice on the pod if you want to be heard if you want to if you want to hate us but you want us to hear that voice oh my god literally that gets to the top of the list like do it that gets to the top of the list juice you're a shitty person (laughs) (laughs) just watch me spiral oh my god (laughs) until next time i'm cynthia kiss and i'm juice box and we love you bye bye